keeps together strong. Hey guys, welcome to the Movie Podder Spoiler Review Show with myself, Ryan, and my good friend, Brian. How are you today? I'm pretty good, thanks. Um, excited to talk about um, apes and the horses on which they ride. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and probably take this opportunity just to let people know that um, this will be slightly different from the, the first two shows that we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to be talking about movie news at all. We're just going to be talking about War of the Planet Apes. Probably talk about Dawn of the Planet Apes and Rise of the Planet Apes as well, just... Um, as we discuss this, but this won't be a regular show, just a wee show when when something comes out that we both feel that we want to discuss a wee bit in more depth. Yeah, and as we say at the start, it's a spoilers review, so if you have not seen the film as yet, um, I would highly advise you to stop listening, otherwise you're going to get the film spoiled. We're going to talk about deaths, we're going to talk about third act issues and matters and things of such so if you've not saw it stop right now and come back to it when you have saw it or if you don't care yeah about spoilers then then fair enough which watch I, it. but yeah <laughs> I, movies are always better when you don't know what happens yeah i don't understand why people watch like reviews of films before they're out but hey ho yeah yeah bizarre anyway yeah let's go so i think we're just going to start with um I guess I guess first overall impressions of of the film as a whole, um, yourself. I know we we spoke a wee bit the other day, like we both really enjoyed it. But mm-hmm. just what's your first overall impressions when you when you came out of the cinema? Yeah, I, I loved it. I came out and I was thoroughly impressed, and I think like the word I probably best describe it is satisfied. Um, I think that's like my overall kind of feeling when we came out of it. Um, me and me and Sarah and Sarah was the same as well. She like loved it as well, and she just came out and was like, "Wow!" So, yeah, I, I think that was probably my first and overall impressions of it. What about yourself? Yeah, satisfied is actually a really good word. I mean, probably more than satisfied. Mm-hmm. It, it was it's such a great trilogy, um, and for me, like, it's one I never saw coming. I I really had no interest in a Planet of the Apes film when the first one came out, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um, I just went to see it just because I go see most things at the cinema. Uh, and I really, really enjoyed it. I started watching the it the other night again, um, but I wasn't really paying attention, so I, I wanted to sort of give it my full attention before I go through them all again. And then Dawn, of the, Dawn came out, which was just an amazing film. And then this one... Um, I get. I love it. I love it so much. I can't decide if I prefer this one more than Dawn. Um, so I think I'm going to watch all three of them. I'm going to try and watch um, Rise and Dawn, and then go back to the cinema and see this one again, just so that I've got them all, like kind of fresh, mm-hmm. and kind of decide which maybe maybe which one is the best out of out of them all. But it's such a good franchise, and I hope that we get more, um, more of these movies. They're so good. Like, yeah, yeah. I think as well as you're saying, I, I've only saw it once myself, and I think you're the same as well. Um, so I would probably want to see it another couple of times before I start, like before I give it any real comparison against Don, because yeah, I was the same. Like Don was like one of my favourite films of that year, and I think as you mentioned in the previous podcast, we done a um, secret screening of that, and it yeah. was it was a film walked out of like both like loving so uh, yeah I, I would want to give it another couple of showings but I think probably at this point for myself personally I prefer it like more to Dawn than yeah uh, 
see that's how I feel just so slightly but I always think when you've just seen something that you yeah. really really enjoy there's that danger of sort of not danger it's not like it's a danger but you know what I mean <laughs> sort of forgetting about the ones that's came before it and so you you get caught up in the excitement of just seeing something brand new yeah and and so that's why I want to watch Rise and, and then Dawn before I go back and see see it for a second time just so just to get the full story again as well mm-hmm. um but yeah, um, would you want to go into a wee bit more detail now of the things like, I guess, just scenes and stuff like that that we liked? Um, I know you liked the opening scene as well, didn't you? The, yeah. Uh, when they first sort of coming in, like, and the apes have got the, their huge sort of trench set up and the, the military's coming in to to, to, to sort of um, try and kill Caesar. I love the what I love about that scene is like Caesar obviously it's the the credits are starting and it's kind of that Vietnam vibe. Yeah. With like the monkey killer on the back of the helmets and stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and they're going through the it's almost I know it's more of a forest than a jungle, but just that sort of vibe of of a probably the most warlike vibe you get <laughs> in the whole film actually. Um yeah, I was I was going to say that myself. Like I think that's part of my problem which we'll talk about like later on but yeah that's like one of my, my kind of problems with it but yeah that that that's what i love because this is what i was expecting to get from the film was like war and apes apes going at humans and like a, a proper fight happening and this is like your your first kind of real taste of anything like that happening so uh yeah i, I really loved like that that opening scene and you you, you think that the the apes have kind of are, are getting it brought to them um to an extent and then obviously the the army shows up and pretty much takes them takes the yeah. humans out yeah and and and, and, then you st- and then it still brings um like which maybe he loses a little bit throughout the film but then obviously they capture four of the the soldiers um well one of them's a big ape called donkey <laughs> um which we'll get onto donkey in a bit in general <laughs> um but like you sort of still see caesar's compassion Mm-hmm. And he sort of like he doesn't. He, that sort of feel like he doesn't want to fight anybody. Yeah. Um, obviously, his relationship with humans is different from the rest of the apes. Obviously, because of the his first film, even the second film as well, with the relationship he has with humans. Um, yeah, it's just that really, really interesting with his compassion, which I think he sort of he does. He never loses it completely, but he it's becoming less and less for, for humanity, I think. that That's how I viewed him anyway. Um, but but there's a scene at the start as well, because um, obviously we've spoken a wee bit about this already, where I was saying it's, it seems so much darker and it's a lot more emotional. Mm-hmm. And I think at times it's, it's really harrowing at times as well. Um, but the, the, the it starts off pretty dark. See that bit where they're, they're kind of, when they're, taking the soldiers back and you see the sort of dead apes yeah just lying on the ground and you're like oh this is a different this is the tone shifted again a little bit from the from even from dawn Mm -hmm. um and then you sort of experience that throughout the movie like when um do you know when caesar's trying to go to the the sort of prison camp and the apes are tied to the like the wooden stakes outside the out of the camp just sort of and you sort of realise they're like at first I thought that was for punishment but actually like when the film goes on you realise no they're there to die like Mm -hmm. that's them 
they're at the end of their lives and so they're, they're no more used to the humans anymore so they've, they've been tied to stakes to, to die um, it's pretty pretty dark um, and, and pretty uh, yeah, harrowing as I was saying before yeah and I think going back to like what you were saying about the initial like or the opening having like that kind of Vietnam vibe like that yeah. scene you're talking about with all the bodies like all over the place and everything like you really get that kind of sense that yeah. like war has broken out and the apes are like suffering like because of this but obviously what's going on and um, it really is like a, a fight for like to be at the top of the food chain essentially so uh, yeah I think you really do get that kind of vibe from it when like from the get go with the film really yeah no definitely and obviously then the f- and then it kind of moves on straight straight after that as well obviously um you find out that Rocket, my voice went up there. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like Rocket comes back and is it's blue. Is it Blue Eyes? Uh, which what, what your son? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's Blue Eyes. Yeah. I always want to call him Bright Eyes for some reason. I think like, that is one of the. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if that's from the original. I'm trying. I can't kind of remember uh, actually. But maybe that's. I don't know. Obviously, they come back with the sort of hope of a new land for the apes, and then. That's kind of when um, the colonel comes into things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh, the first big spoiler is that Blue Eyes dies, mm-hmm. and so does um, what's her name? What the... Caesar's Caesar's wife? Cornelia. Cornelia. Yeah. Yeah. Cornelia. She she dies. Who? Which? Um, uh, the. And obviously Caesar's, you can see Caesar's in pain and all the rest of it, but her dying didn't bother me at all, because she's not really in yeah. the franchise. Um, obviously Blue Eyes is, um, and and obviously with Dawn you get that sense that he's maybe going to go away from his dad at one point with Cobra, um, like be- with what's happening between the humans and, and the apes in the second one. Um, obviously Cobra still has a presence um, throughout this um, movie as well. Spoiler: He dies in the fu- in the second one. Yep. Um, so yeah, you see the colonel for the first time. Um, did you? So probably a good time now to talk about the colonel in, in general. Um, how did you? Did you like Woody Harrelson? Yeah, I thought he was good. Um, and again, you get like a wee bit of development from him and like his story and what he's went through and why he's fighting. Um, Fighting, fighting the war that he's fighting, really. So, yeah, I really liked him. That that bit you're talking about with the the, the waterfall scene is just yeah. like you, you feel for Caesar so much, and you can feel like he's raging and his anger that like a, for obviously what the, the colonel's done, and he just kind of slinks away and gets away with it type thing at that at that point in the movie. So, yeah, you you get a real sense of what's happened like the, the magnitude of what's happened and the kind of ramifications that that's going to have in the for the the remainder of the the movie um, yeah no the, the the colonel um at first uh, i wasn't the first sort of scene not that scene he doesn't say anything in that scene hmm. he sort of just looks at caesar then jumps on his wee rope um the first sort of scene he was in i was just like mm, i'm not too sure about him but as the movie went on the more and more i, I actually uh, enjoyed the Colonel um, as a character. Nothing to do with Woody Harrelson uh, playing him. Woody Harrelson's uh, kind of great in most things he's in. Yeah. 
Um, so it was nothing to do with that. It was just that very f- the first sort of scene where he was talking. I was just like, mm, I don't know if I like this guy um, in terms of his, his character. But the more he's in it and the more like you find out why he hates the apes so much, um, and obviously with the fact that because the apes are, are sort of rising in terms of their intelligence and they're becoming the dominant species mm-hmm. of the planet, um, it's having an effect on humans who are now becoming obviously sick with the, the simian uh, flu and, and are becoming more primitive. And obviously you sort of find out in the film that that happens to his kid. Yeah. And so he has a personal agenda um, towards the apes and, and to sort of wiping them out um, so that humanity can sort of continue. And he gets his comeuppance. Yeah. In the end. Yeah, I, I felt... I kind of felt at one point like that was signposted that that was going to happen, like when he was having that wee conversation um, about like what happened um, to his son. I felt like it was obvious he was going to get it at some point. Uh, that was the only yeah. kind of problem I had with that. But yeah, you, you do obviously, you need to give him a purpose as to why he's fighting and uh, like you can you clearly understand why he's he's doing what he's doing. So uh, yeah, I, I, I really like that. Like that aspect of it that it wasn't just he didn't like the apes because of them becoming the dominant species it's because his own kind is becoming less of a force and are going backwards in evolution so uh, yeah I, I liked that he was that he had that aspect going on and I feel like it gave it a, a level to him where you can understand why he's doing what he's doing like it's it's obviously wasn't right what he was doing but I feel yeah. I feel like you you understand that he's wanting to try and save mankind because without without like trying to well cut cut it off before it gets any worse then yeah it's yeah. what we would do though like it's because all, all the way through this film it's like you're on the ape side like your yeah. your team Caesar all the way through it like and he's got like great friends like with Rocket and Luca and Maurice who's I am convinced as a real ape. <laughs> yeah. Like I am. Like I don't know if it's the because he's a different color. I don't know if that just my eyes. Because it because the special effects are amazing. Just say track for a little bit. The special effects are are phenomenal in in this film and in the in Dawn as well. But there are times you can clearly tell it's CGI, but the storytelling's so good and the the acting's great that you you don't really. It doesn't bother you because you're you're drawn into the story, but with Maurice, I'm just like, no, that's that's real. That yeah. one's real. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, what I was saying it was, oh, I've totally lost track there. What was I saying before about Caesar? Um, we were talking. Obviously, we we're talking about uh, Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. And dealing with the, I was saying about how his kind was being wiped out by the flu. Yeah. You understand, like his point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And, because like if this was a real life situation where apes were becoming smarter and humans were being wiped out that by a flu that they were carrying you would you would not be on you would have no qualms do you know what I mean about being on the human side yeah 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 like if your kids or your family members were going to die because apes were thriving you'd be like well hey, I love animals and I'm all for the the benefit of of animals but like I like my I like my family more, sort of thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but you you do you get caught up in it, and um, like maybe it's because Caesar can talk, and that's why we we feel that emotional connection to him. Yeah. Um, I, I I think though, like it's one of his. 
I'm trying to th I think I feel like it's one of these situations as well that you Caesar like gives them as many opportunities as possible to yeah. like leave them alone. Just you stick to where you are living. We'll stick to where in the woods and we'll both live happy. And he gives like humans every opportunity for that, but like we're, we're not happy with with that. We want to be like the dominant species and determined to try and force the matter in that regard. So I, I feel like as much as they try and push that and try and you want to obviously be in the human side, but it's near impossible, I think, watching this movie to be on human, the human side of the yeah. film. Yeah, no, of course, and obviously, it's, I mean, it's the agenda is to be on the, the of them making the movie is to to make you, mm -hmm. is to to take a concept that would just I mean for ninety nine percent of people would not be how they would react to a situation and flip it on its head and. Like make you be on the team that you wouldn't naturally be drawn to, sort of thing. Kind of the whole like Stan Lee thing with Tony Stark, like how he wanted to create a character that you shouldn't like, yeah, but you love. Like who doesn't love Tony Stark? Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess when we're been talking about Caesar just for a wee bit there, with um, you, we can't really talk about these films without talking about um Andy Serkis. Yep. Um, who. I think he wasn't nominated for Oscars, but they put him forward for a supporting actor, didn't they? I think so, the last yeah. Time. I think I remember something like that, yeah. Um, I mean, out of the films I've seen this year, I would have no issues with Andy Serkis being nominated for Best Actor. Yeah. For Especially when you see um, the behind-the-scene footage. Mm-hmm. Of everything that goes into these films, that I saw this little interview with um, uh, Steve Zahn. I can't remember who 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 what it was on or. But I saw I was watching YouTube clips yesterday, and, and he he was getting asked about how different it was to film a Planet of the Apes film from other films, and he says it's it's no different because he has sort of had this impression that he would be like green screens and tennis balls sort of thing, but actually everyone's in front of him. Mm -hmm. Like, if he's got a scene with Caesar, Andy Serkis is right in front of him. It just so happens that they've got dots on their face and they've got a camera attached to their head. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But they're actually... So that it's just the same amount of acting that's going into these performances as any any other sort of, sort of film that they would do. Yeah. Uh, I, I was listening to uh, the Empire podcast and... <clears throat> Excuse me. They, they interviewed Andy Serkis on it, and it was the same thing. He was saying that actors <clears throat> all the time like speak to him about this and say, like, do you not find it weird, like, doing all the the green screen stuff and all that? And he's saying, like, pretty much it's amazing how many actors come in and say, like, what you're saying, and, and with that, that there's no difference. You just come in and you just act, and you're still doing the same thing. It's just you're in a different setting. So yeah. Um. Yeah, I think personally he should be up for uh, an Oscar. Um, I understand to an extent, like why, why there's issues around that because it's not just him. Like there is like other people helping to make his performance, but at the end of the day, it is still him who's ultimately the one who's making those dots move and making putting putting across a performance. So, I, yeah. I, I personally think he should be. Um, up for some kind of nomination. 
but but when you when you watch like when you, if you've seen many much of the behind the scene footage is like when when Caesar's angry or when he's like I don't know like grimacing or or whatever, um, he's not really happy in this film very much, is he? To be fair, no. um, he's, he has a bit of a tough time. But you like Andy Serkis is doing all that, like he's making those facial expressions, and so they're going off of his. Yeah, like the 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 guys who are obviously in charge of like the 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 CGI design of Caesar, um, they're they're going from that's their starting point is Andy Serkis's expression. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's, I, I think the the thing though, like that I understand, like the other side of the argument with it is that, like he can do that as much as he wants and have all those dots in his face, but it's still up to the visual effects guys to make that look realistic. Yeah. Like if you had. Like technology from twenty years ago or something, and you tried doing the same thing, you might not believe that performance as much. Like as much as it's maybe one of the best performances like of the year, you you might not believe it as much because you you don't because mm. like you forget like you forget like the majority of this film is not real. Like or that yeah people act, people who you are looking at are not real. So I, I can understand like both sides of it, but yes, yeah, as I say, I would still probably want to see him up there um, in for a shout for a, a wee Oscar by the end of the year or next year yeah. or whenever definitely um, obviously he's got he's, Caesar's got his pals as well with um, Luca um, who's the muscle <laughs> and uh, Maurice as well who's, Maurice is kind of like um, he's kind of like the heart of the movie isn't he yeah or just even just the apes movement he's always the He's always the one who stops Caesar from just going over the edge. I think. Oh uh-huh, yeah. And just, and he, 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 he has that relationship with him where he's allowed to question Caesar. Mm-hmm. No one else does. They all sort of do that. Well, if they do, then he just grills at them and they they put their head down and put their hand up <laughs> for their, for forgiveness. <laughs> but but Maurice never he never he's never aggressive with Caesar. He just sort of says he just he's quite blunt with him. And very calm and just says like, "Well, you you're like Coba, or like is that what you should be doing?" Sort of thing, like to to question his decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Maurice. He might be my favorite character. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, as you say, I think he is like he's the heart of of the movie, and he's the 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 calming presence for for Caesar to, as you say, stop him from going over the edge all the time and I think that like obviously works for every other kind of every other scenario in this film and previous films but it's obviously what's happened in this one with the death of his son and his wife it's yeah it's too much and he he just can't handle it and that's when he has to deal with his like issues with being like Koba and having that same kind of rage and yeah having that in him yeah, he talks about it because he talks about it at one point like he can't um, let go his hate after what's happened, sort of thing. Like he obviously mentioned how Koba um, couldn't let go of his, and obviously he, he, he and he's Koba's in his nightmares now as well, mm-hmm. which is probably sort of a metaphor of like he's becoming more like um, Koba. Yeah. Um, but like I think even you see that scene with when they first find Nova as well, and how. Caesar's saying to Maurice like we can't bring her we can't bring her with her with us and then Maurice is just like well I can't leave her yeah and so Nova ends up coming with them because like um, 
Maurice like knows where his moral compass is is pointed, sort of thing. Yep. And not even Caesar can can uh, make him move from that. Whereas Caesar has that influence. All the other apes, well, the majority of the other apes would do like that kind of thing. Like when you say jump, how high, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. When it comes to Caesar, um, and we've got Rocket as well, who's been in, um, he's been on all the films. Um, and Lucas just been in the past two, hasn't he? Yeah, I've heard like different things, but my the the gorilla and the like spoilers again. Aware of it, but the gorilla dies in the first one, so like, yeah, I thought that was Lucas as well. Yeah, but some someone else had something else I was listening to said that he's been with him since the beginning as well as Maurice. But I was like, no, he died. The one you're thinking of died in the first first movie. What's confusing as well, though, is the the guy who plays Luca, who voices him. I can't really remember Luca talking that much, to be honest. Though, no, is in all three films. All right, okay. But because oh, I was I was trying to look into if, if Luca was in, and I was like, no, he, he jumps off the bridge at the end and yeah. sacrifices himself for, like, for them to, or for Caesar really. Um, but the guy who 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 voices Luca or, or plays him is in all three films, so I don't know if that's adding to the confusion um, if he's um, if he's in all three and obviously he sacrifices himself for for Caesar Caesar in this film and, and dies which um, I guess we can talk about that a wee bit later because that's one of my nitpicking negatives about the <laughs> film is that particular scene um, and uh, Obviously, rockets like turned into like the sort of um, what's the word? Like he's like sort of in charge of like missions now. But <laughs> the looks of, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, they get that vibe. Like he's like Caesar's go-to man for like assault missions, and obviously he does a scouting mission at the start of the film as well. Yeah. Um, but he sort of he's sort of the one who like um, sets up the escape for the for the rest of the apes to get out of out of the sort of prison camp that they're stuck in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, uh, yeah, you, you, the the wee crew that he's got together and that have been with him since the beginning, you really enjoy like them all having like their own wee, wee road trip, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Um, and yeah, I think you're right. Like Rocket's kind of taken up like a, a commander position. Like um, yeah, Caesar's essentially like, general, and then you've got like all these like lieutenants and commanders who. Who give him advice, and obviously it's, it is like obviously it's a lot like probably like the Romans were back in the day. So yeah, but yeah, uh, you, you get that kind of vibe from him, and I think they all work as a good be good be team. Um, what I was trying to think about with, with Luca was um, did something happen? I can't remember from Don. Does uh, Caesar like sacrifice himself at one point or something for him, or try to save him or something? Because oh. just with the wee line that he says when when he's dying, I, I like that. I, I did like kind of like that bit when just before that, before Luca dies, you've got um, he's picking out like the flower for Nova and like puts it behind her ear, and then when he dies, she does the same back from. I kind of like that wee bit. See, that's the bit I don't like. Oh, really? I thought it was quite yeah. emotional. I liked it. Um, I'll explain later why I don't like it, but okay. yeah, um, that was I'm just trying to find out if he does save Luca. Yeah. Now that you've said that, um, just because it says of... that line, like now I get the chance to 
save you, I think it was. And I was trying to remember what bit it was because I, I can't remember anything specifically from Don where he sacrificed himself. Um, it's just because a, all the stuff, all the stuff I can remember from Don is is it's all, um, it's all heavily influenced with, um, the Caesar's uh, relationship with Cobra. Yeah, because obviously you've got Gary Oldman in, um, in Don, who's sort of the. He's, I mean, the trailer sort of set him up as the main villain, didn't he? But really, I mean, Cobra's the main villain, and. And Don, and he's the one who causes the main issues between humanity, um, in in the Planet of the Apes film. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, and that's he's the spark like that kicks it all off. And at the end of the day, and and Don, like Gary Oldman and his lot are only really protecting the humans because they're they're under attack by Koba and his lot. So, uh, yeah. Yes, that's again a, a different wee element or a different way to think of it. Again, it is all kind of because of the apes. That, but then again, I suppose it's humans. It goes back and forth. It's a bit of a chicken and egg for me. <laughs> <laughs> a chicken egg situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think um, Luca might have been the gorilla that he saves with the bear. All right. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. This the start of Dawn. Yep. Um, because he's um, I think that's what the I think that's what where it's from. That's fine. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Um, so anything else we want to discuss before we move on to sort of negatives? Um, one of the things I really kind of wanted to mention in the way of the good stuff was just that generally I think this has been like one of my favourite trilogies um, of recent times anyway. The first one's probably the weakest of them, but I still enjoy it enough. Yeah, definitely. Um, and the visual effects in this were like... I remember thinking that about Dawn, that a lot of the time I didn't know that... Or you couldn't tell that it was that it was all like visual effects, but this one again, like I felt like stepped up a notch and... Um, I, I like the way that they used like the kind of cinematography of it. That they, yeah. It is. It's like a. There's not many, <clears throat> not many high points to the film, and you only really get humour from Bad Ape, who's introduced in the the movie. Yeah. Um. And I think that the way that they use the world around them really suits that. Like with when they're in, obviously, like it's it's winter and it's snowing a lot, and you, you just yeah. get that kind of icy cold feeling about like the whole atmosphere at that time. And then when Caesar's slung up. Um, to the oh yeah, it, like it's I think it's like pouring rain or something at one point and yeah. again it just like a feeling of misery. So I feel like the way that the film is put together and everything, like Matt Reeves has done like a brilliant job and everything about the movie was just pretty, or most things about the movie. I've only got a couple of things myself that bothered me, but yeah, yeah. Um, overall, loved it. And no, you're right, and the. There's just, I mean, there's so much we've not even talked about as well. Like, uh-huh. obviously, like, they're in a prison camp, they're slaves, they're building a wall, do you know what I mean, to keep people out, and, like, they, they, they're they not being fed, they, they get they get whipped and beaten when um, they're not they're not capable of doing their jobs or they're not doing their jobs to satisfaction. Um, I, I, I like that there's not much humour in this at all because I don't think it, it a lot of humour would fit in with what the tone yeah, 
they, they were trying to accomplish. Um, something that I don't pay too much attention to in films, it's like, I really enjoyed the score in this film. Yeah. Especially it, when they're first on their horses. Mm-hmm. At the... The, st- the start when they're, they're walking they're on the beach and stuff like that um, I thought the music was was really good there um, there was a shot though of them I don't know if you remember this but it's sort of like a shot of them through you're looking through trees at the four of them on their horses like one behind the other and they're just like these massive apes <laughs> sitting on horses and I was just like that just looks so ridiculous <laughs> yeah Sarah um, Sarah questioned that like how do you get a especially big, horse? especially big Luca yeah. I was just like that just looks so silly <laughs> um, but no it's it good and um, probably just move on to now just some yeah. some wee negatives about the I've got a few actually like, but not like they're stupid things they're not anything that's um, that would really, really affect the film so much. Yeah. Um, any that stood out to you? That. Yeah, my my one big main one, and it altered how I thought of the film, but ultimately didn't change my enjoyment. It's just I went in with different expectations, and I think you'll probably have the same. But the film yeah. is called War of the Planet of the Apes, and you get very little war in it. You get like a brief war at the end between the humans and a brief war at the start, which is the kind of war you're looking for between apes and humans, but otherwise it's a drama, really. There's not really much else in the way of action in the movie. Yeah. So I feel a bit... It was a bit misleading. I kept thinking, well, right, we're going to build up to this. It's going to get there. And when you saw um, the colonel moving like things in the map, I thought that was going to be another ape army at one point, and I thought that was going to be where the war was going to come but then yeah. when he starts talking about it going to be it's going to be humans that's coming for him then I was a bit disappointed but that was that was like a short that was like for a short time I was still yeah I still was like bought into the movie at that point and um was still enjoying the story so overall it didn't didn't affect my overall enjoyment of the film but uh it was a bit misleading going into it yeah, no, definitely. The only thing is, is that I had watched a video on YouTube with a uh, John Campia, who'd he who had who had advised already that it's not War of the Planet of the Apes, mm. um, but that obviously he he really enjoyed it as well. We went on and spoke about that, so it did bug me. But I'd already, I would, my expectations of a war had um, sort of decreased a little bit. Um, because the, even the end, you talk about the bit at the end, it, it's more of a prison escape movie. Yeah. yeah Do you yeah. know what I mean? That, that about getting um, Caesar and the rest of the apes back out of, of this prison camp, which is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you call... What do you call that film, though? Escape of the Planet of the Apes? You know, like... like yeah. I don't know what... I don't know what they would call it. And I remember when we went to see Dawn, it's obviously you see the clip at the end with the, the military coming at the end of Dawn... But you you said oh, the next one's got to be called War of the Planet of the Apes before. I mean, I don't know if you'd read somewhere that's where they were going or whatever, but um, it was the it was the natural um, title for the next film. Um, so yeah, disappointed, but not um, like what you said. That it did not decrease the enjoyment of the movie at all. Yeah. Um, couple of couple of things that came up to me was like. I don't know if pacing's the right word, but there's a couple of things that just moved on too quickly for me. Um, the first one is, is going back to that flower scene with um, with Luca. Mm-hmm. 
Luca gives Nova a flower, and then two minutes later he's dead and he's got it back. Yeah, I can understand that. I <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? And I, I, I felt like I was meant to really feel like that moment of Nova putting it, putting it over his ear. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, but you just got it two minutes ago. Like <laughs> it's not like, and they hadn't engaged. Nova and Luca hadn't engaged at all before that. Yeah. Like Nova had just just really been into it. Obviously, they'd had the little first interactions with Bad Ape, and Nova comes up and Luca comes up and gives gives that um, flower, and then like two minutes later, he's got it back. Yeah. Um, another one that moved on too quickly when when Caesar first comes into prison, um, it's the only time in the movie where actually lots of the apes aren't happy with him. Because um, he comes in and they they all sort of spread away, don't they? And they're yeah. like, and but then. Five minutes later, again, he's he's sort of, um, which is a, actually a great moment in the bit where he shouts, "Leave him," because yeah. it reminded me of when he shouted, "No," and yeah. the in the first film, which is actually I love this, like cause you'd really wanted him, like when he's getting picked on and on and on again in the first one, he just screams, "No," but that that was like sort of like full circle almost with that part. But then, because he does that, then they all love him again. Yeah, in the space of five ten minutes, and I get that. You, they couldn't be dragged out because you can only make a film for so many minutes. Um, I bet. I mean, that, that's how good the movie is, though. Do you know what I mean? That, right. That's what I'm finding to to pick out. Yeah, I, I can understand what you're saying without the flower scene. I think it probably would have had a, a bigger payoff if they'd maybe done that earlier on um, in that part of the the movie. Um, if they'd maybe like did... like when they, when they first find Nova, like. She, obviously, if, if you've four apes like standing over you, like it could have been a nice way for Luca to be like, "We're all right." Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't mean you any harm. And then she would have been with them, sort of twenty, twenty-five minutes of our film time. Obviously, a couple of days for them. Yeah. So it would have felt. I think I would have felt it a wee bit more, sort of thing. Yeah. Aye, no, that, I, I can understand that, and that's that's fair enough. When you were talking about that bit there about, like, when he shouts no, like, it genuinely got goosebumps, because remember, like... Oh, when he shouts, leave him? Aye, no, oh, well, no, when he shouts no, like, I didn't, I, like, I enjoyed that bit in the movie, and that was really good, but I mean, like, when, back in Rise, like, when you were talking about that scene when he shouts no, like... Yeah. And, I, like, actually got goosebumps there, that's how, how much... Oh, I it's, it's so... And, it, I mean, it, what, does it, last, it doesn't last that long, the scene, but it's just so... It's because like you, like you want to shout it for him, sort of thing, when you're watching it, don't you? Mm-hmm. And then he just screams at him, and obviously the guy's taking aback because the ape's talking to him, sort of thing. But uh, another thing that Winter I thought was a throwaway character. Yep, yep, pretty much. Total, because he's not, and I think it's even worse that he's a, a an albino ape. Yeah, nothing because, and the reason I say that is because is that. There is no albino apes or any of them in the first two films, so where's they came from? Whereas, like, had had you been watching the first two, I mean, maybe there is, and maybe I have to watch them back again, and maybe there's one in the background uh, who's been sort of moved up the ranks, but you don't see them. You don't see any any apes that aren't black or orange in the first two films. Yeah, it felt like it was just they were doing it for the sake of doing something different. Or something along for, those kind of lines. For someone to so that they can be betray betray. Yeah. I mean that's why he was there, wasn't he? He was there to betray mm-hmm. Caesar. Um and like obviously he's a he's a plot device to move this the story on, but I felt like it could have been done. 
just on that note, something I think is really funny in the film is just like they call all like when they, there's there's apes in the film who work with the humans. Um, they're sort of like, and they're called donkeys. Mm-hmm. They're called donkey. They're all called donkey. Um, <laughs> and I just thought like, do apes not like being called donkeys? Like what? What is it that? <laughs> what is it that? Like they're all called donkey. Just like I just found that really funny, especially because Caesar points it out at one point as well. He's just like, "You let them call you donkey. You're an ape." Yeah, <laughs> like, sort of thing. And I, it's just like, and I don't know if like I don't know I'm sort of American. Um, is Matt Reeves? Where's Matt Reeves from? Is he even American or whoever? I think he's what American. Was, yeah. It's just like obviously in Scotland, if you call somebody a donkey, they're essentially an idiot, and so that must translate. That has to translate around the world, then, if that's what they're. Yeah, I think so. I think it was just like a way of, like it was like a kind of whole. I felt like it was like a whole kind of race, like thing that they had going on with, like they try to deal with like like racial kind of things, and I feel like that was just like a way of putting like a, a label on all yeah. apes is just you're a donkey just because you're, you're just. <sighs> I try to think of the words myself, but it's like they're just there to do all the all their manual labour for them and be their bitch yeah. pretty much. So, um, that the the stuff you're talking about that is like another kind of slight issue that I've got that I didn't fully buy into the, their motivation, like the donkeys' motivation for. Yeah, was, I couldn't find out what 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 the purpose of that was. Yeah, like why? why but why were they? I don't understand. Some I, I do understand, but I, I don't believe it enough that they were working with humans to get because they hated Caesar so much like I feel yeah because because especially because they were meant to be Cobra's friends yeah. who hated humans more than anything yeah like like as much as he hated Caesar and like was sort of corrupt with any kind of power he could get get his hands on like he he hated humans and obviously that's why he started that where you obviously killed the, the guys in the mm-hmm. In the in the second one, um, yeah, but they're for me they're just they are they're small issues. They don't detract at all from from any enjoyment I had of the film. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, I don't even know the character's name other than Donkey, the the main one in the film. Obviously, has a sort of redemption moment at the end of the film, and I think you see that coming throughout the film. There's a couple yeah. of you see it in his eyes that actually he, he he's not enjoying what he's doing. And so, see, he... with with that, just just to jump in there, like that, I liked that and I didn't like that at the same time because it is something that was like what we were saying earlier on that you could kind of see it coming, the yeah, same yeah. as like with the Colonel. But I, 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 um, I the film that I didn't see coming so much was the, the the guy who killed Caesar. I didn't see that happening, like as early on. Like I, I, I thought he was going to maybe do the turn where. He was yeah, going to help he was... apes, but... Yeah, because he's, yeah, he's sort of like... He, he, when they, Obviously, he's the one of the, the soldiers kidnapped at the start, and he almost looks like he has this sort of like, wait a minute, why is this... Yeah. This ape's compassionate. Why is this ape letting us, letting us go? Now, you're right, That that's a good point. Um, ah, yeah, Caesar dies, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, when they're sort of like... In the land of honey and milk at the end. Yeah. Um, it's quite gotten. Yeah, definitely, and it, especially because, um, I mean, it, it wraps up this trilogy really nicely because Caesar's story's finished now. Yeah, 
Um, and I want more apes films, but I want I want more Caesar as well. Yeah, no, um, I don't know where they'll go with that. Like that's that was one of the things I was saying is that I'm not quite sure what the story's going to be going forward. Uh, probably Cornelius, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah, well, like he and like the you you've saw the originals, haven't you? I've seen bits of them. Well, he's like the the ape who helps Charlton Heston's character in the original. So like, yeah, so the timeline's messed up in the way of if they're going to try and go back to the start. How did they get there? Like, what's what's the journey between? Uh, how does Cornelius then become this guy who's helping humans when it's been humans who have ultimately, unless obviously Maurice does does his job and teaches him what Caesar was all about. Yeah, yeah as long as Big Maurice is in it, I, I should be alright. <laughs> he's he's a good guy. Right. Um, but we should probably probably think about ramming it up. Yeah. There. Um, yeah, if, if you've taken the time to listen to this, thanks very much. Um, if you have, let us know on Twitter, like or even Instagram, um, what you enjoyed about the the film, what you didn't like about the film, mm-hmm. um, who your favourite characters are. Twitters and Instagram. Uh, give us a follow, like our cut stuff, retweet our stuff. That would be great. Um, it's at Movie Podders. Um, and we'll probably do more of these in the the future. But as as I said at the start of the podcast, there will be. Um, it won't be every week. It'll be if there's a film that both myself and Ryan uh, want to talk about. Yeah. Anything you want to say, Ryan? No, just thanks for listening. We appreciate any feedback. So just let us know anything you like or dislike about what we're doing, and we'll do our very best to fix it. Um, but cool. No. Otherwise, thanks Cheers. for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Take care. Bye. Bye.